Welcome back, true believers, to another exciting episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations around zoo maintenance and midlife crises. This is episode 92, and today we are excited to talk to you about We Bought a Zoo. We're your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the Not Funny Guys. I am your host, Casey, and I'm joined by two co-hosting partners in crime, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John and Eric. Gentlemen, say hello, please. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel the like microphone's we're, working. We're, we're not going to be that like enthusiastic, I feel like. This is, man, you should have just thrown to the wrestling guys, to the guy I'm, keeping I'm, his feet off the ground. I'm, 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 am I too enthusiastic? I'm sorry. No, I'm very tired. No. I'm exhausted. I'm hopped up on Sudafed. Come on. I got a big thing of up. chai, and I finished another <laughs> big thing of chai I'm indigo. So. I'm glad you said just chai and not chai tea, because that would be insulting. He's <laughs> just chai. I know it would be. So how are y'all's, uh, how was y'all's week? How was it? How's everything? Are you Did you watch the debate? No. No. Oh, I did. I'm glad I don't live in Iowa, to be honest, considering what's yeah. going to go down tomorrow night. I'm glad I don't live in Iowa for many reasons right this moment. I do Mostly know some people living who live in Iowa, and I would not want to switch places with them. Hey, but I will say that I live in a state that is incredibly wimp out when anything weather-related hits. I've had two, two days this week. We've been sent to e-learning because of potential thunderstorms. <laughs> Sorry. Eric, you were about to say? You, uh... I was going to say something completely different about those storms. We're going to hit with those apparently next, it sounds like, from John. That's what I was saying. It was coming your way. It's possibly going to hit you next. What yeah. I was going to say was, um, I do you guys live in, uh, in um, oh, I forget what, open primaries where you can vote for either party? I think I do, technically. I do. Do you remember if you do? I think. No, you have to declare here. Yeah, sure. I think I have to choose when I walk in, but that's yeah, all. that's what I get yes. to do. I have to choose when I yeah, walk yeah, in. Yeah, choose. Oh, okay, so yeah, I could go same. vote in the Republican primary. I am going to vote in the Republican primary. I think. Are you really? Yeah, you're fucking right. I I have two chances to stop this asshole, folks. Go out and <laughs> fucking vote. If you can fucking vote to stop Donald Trump, and you want to stop Donald Trump, now's your fucking time to stop. And we Donald have now Trump. taken a political but, stance. But you chances. know, but you know, all that's going to happen is he's just going to run as a third party. It isn't going to stop him. Mm, well, that's not. That that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's a dream scenario. Are you that's kidding that's me? the one time that a third party actually helps Biden. I that's think. why Kevin McCarthy <laughs> went down there and like spoon fed him back to hell. Sorry, I know this is supposed to stay on the uh, the not funny politics pod, but I I don't. I and when you get that one back up and running, it's the proper year I, for that. It is. I, it I is. did think about uh, actually doing what you're planning on doing eric i actually did consider that um we two should chances, talk we we oh, ladies and gentlemen i'll throw this out to everyone else i know you guys don't like when i do this but uh, it worked in episode 33 so we're gonna do it again now okay um all right write in to notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and if we can get a couple people writing in who would like us to do a 2024 run up to the election podcast we will do it we can get enough people who are interested we will we'll kick it back off i'm i'm appointing john back to his podcast chair role of um, our political cast but if enough people want it i mean um, i'll we'll do think, it for the year 
the tail end of 2022 was a pretty good predictor of how great we're we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was kind of how we, I guess we we got kind of steeped in it then. But like, hey, we just keep it to a firm like under 30 minutes thing. That's what we yeah. do. It That's was good. the key. It was we keep it, it tight. Good. You know, what we do we take a J, we take the JVL yeah. approach and we only do three items. Yeah, we won't. Well, we like won't try do like two hour political episodes. Again. No, exactly. We rock. keep it short it's, and tight. It's like not. Hits. It's not like Depressing. we need to sit there and be like, let's watch three movies about politics and discuss them in one thing. Uh, oh, gosh, no. No, but um, Super Tuesday would be a bitch episode because we would have to do a long one and we'd have to do election. No, 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 no. I'm just, we, we defy the conventions here. We keep these tight and short. We keep these like my Y episodes where we keep them under like the 25, 30 minutes tops. Right. We are going to be different. Than all those other podcasts. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's if people enough people write in, we're looking at you, our French listeners. If you would like to know about American politics, <laughs> don't you guys have an election coming up know. soon too? How do you guys feel about Macron? Are you really going to give it to Marie Pen? Please and... don't give it to Marie Pen. Please. No, don't. Please don't. Guys, you don't like. You don't really like not her as much politics. as you think you do. Yeah. Same all right. For not so, politics. Not funny, um, not funny guys. <laughs> off the reels at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts, and um, we'll get back to you in probably two weeks because it'll take a little bit of time. We'll get people chance to listen and write in. Um, I'll remind you again next week, and um, mm-hmm. we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. All right. Um, so Eric, we know that you lost at trivia this week because there was no trivia. So you Isn't lost. Is he in a downtime? That's why he lost. That's why he lost. That's why he lost. Got it. That. Eric, that. I would like to know, uh, Mr. Eric, um, yep. from you real quick. You, I know you're keeping track of all of your movies that you're watching this year. Have you watched anything that you really, really liked um, this year so far? I'm oh, sorry, um, this week. This week. Last week. This week. Yeah, in the Let's last see. week. Since last time we watched. Yeah, I think there was something that I... Let me double check. Um, there I got it up. You can just look at the screen. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. So there is a movie. That is I did it three and a half hours. Well, the, I I did watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, we watched that today. Uh, but the Pez Outlaw is the one I'd actually recommend. It's just a that's like a nice under ninety minute fun movie that you can just kind of sit back and enjoy and not really worry about. And it's documentary style, but they do a lot of reenactment of it, which really like hammers it into a great place. I thought it was fun. A lot of fun. I have to That's say, I'm really appreciative that Clue is one of the movies you've watched this year because yeah, it just we, makes me happy. Good is it because I had told you I just rewatched it? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it might have been that. I just I I've been meaning to watch it all the way through, you know, because I've never seen it all the way through until it's now. So good. Which ending did you see? We saw all three because they do all three now. The, and the that the is why shout- it bombed at the theater originally. It is. the The new shout factory because they showed all three. Um, no, no, because it was broken up so that yeah, different ones were actually theory. seen at oh. different theaters. Yeah. And they attribute that to one of the reasons it bombed. Um, the Shout Factory DVD that they just, or blue, uh, 4K that they just put out, you can either tell it to randomly select an ending for you or watch the all three ending. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd, have you watched anything uh, fun, exciting? Not as much as I want there. to. I mean, I'm I'm dragging behind right now, so. It's all right. I'm keeping to my New Year's resolution of doing a graphic novel a week. So, all right. What did you What did you read this week? That's all. Um, this one I'm doing. Uh, Streak of Chalk, uh, by 
Miligando Prado. It's actually quite fascinating. It's kind of like a strange murder mystery, kind of strange island that nobody knows really exists somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, and a bunch of strangers end up meeting up there. It won a lot of awards back in the day. It's recently come back into publication. So nice. It's been fascinating. I'm, a, I'm trying to go slight... off the beaten Marvel DC path a little bit too. Oh yeah. Like so you're like you're purposely trying to choose like graphic yeah. novels that are not DC or Marvel. And I've and I've got a huge backlog of graphic novels I need to read. That's also why. Mm-hmm. So can I recommend um one to you? I don't I know can if I down the list. It. Yeah. I don't know if I recommended it to you before. Um the third trade just came out, but you can read the first one. You can read it standalone. Um Berserk. Okay. Might be it might be Berserker. It's like B B Z R. It's oh I'll I think I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking it's about. It's the okay. Keanu Reeves one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually surprisingly really good. That's because uh, it's I'm Matt Kind, who is the writer artist involved in that. And I've loved his stuff. He did great work on his uh MGMT mm-hmm. series, which was fabulous. He's done a lot of good stuff. So I, I, that is one that I have been eyeing in the peripheral, but my thing right now is I've got to clear the ones I already have. That and when sense. I move beyond those, that's when I can start speculating. Oh, and I just wanted ones. to recommend it in no, general you. for you to read. It's it's actually okay. really good. And they're do, um they are turning it into a Netflix thing. That was one of the things Keanu wanted I've to heard do. That. So he could play it. Um, and it's an interesting take on um um an immortal man. Because he's immortal. Nice. Uh, my my week um is just a slow week. Um, here back in Massachusetts, because the weather and all. Um, so I'm just going to say what I did this week is I power watched, binge watched, whatever you want to say, through the newest season of For All Mankind. And God, do I love that show so much. Apple TV um, Plus, They um, it started off, it, it's like a what if series. What's the season um, three? Uh, season four mm. just ended. Um, it's a what if series, and it's the premise, the start of it is. What if Russia landed on the moon first before the U.S. and then it, it and everything just branches? And the first season is like really close to that time period, so a lot of things are the same. Um, and then each season it jumps forward about ten years. So now where we are, like things are wildly different. Al Gore's president, um, in this season. Ah, um, interesting. And it's can an I, interesting can I... take. Oh, go ahead, finish. Uh, yes, it's an interesting take on things. Um, I love that this particular season was a, a heist, and I saw one of the best like corporate takeovers since secession. Someone had uh, they had lost their company, and they had enough stock left over. And they teamed up with some others, and they went into a board meeting. They're like, "We own the place now," and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. We're gonna fight you. You can't do that." And like, yeah, cool. You fight us. The second this leaks out, your stock drops. So good luck with that. And if you try to sue me, I'm going to counter sue you and tie you up in court for the next 10 years and drop your stock. So no matter what, I'm still getting this company. So you can just leave now. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's an amazing. Uh, I was going to say, I could segue us over into some Us Geekly news by mentioning Ooh. that, um, speaking of what ifs, is that apparently Disney Plus is considering doing a what if based on Star Wars. Yep. So supposedly I there saw was pictures of it. It was fascinating. It showed um. Anakin in a Darth Vader outfit, but he had the helmet off and he was normal. It also showed what looked like Obi-Wan in a Grand Moth's uh, uniform. Yeah. If I remember seeing some of the imagery, I remember it was very fascinating. I was like, they should do that. That would be fun. And my understanding is that what they how it came about is they were almost going to do like um, a Star Wars. What if with Marvel? Yeah. Like, and that's mm-hmm. what kind of 
spawned it. I, I wish you hadn't jumped into it. I was going to jump in with something for you specifically, but okay. I guess I'll do it now. Um, oh. This oh. is this is a new thing within the last, I don't know, 10-ish hours. Um, John, one of your favorite movies is coming back to the movie theater to celebrate its 40th anniversary. I think you're going to need to get your brothers around. Oh, gosh. Are they um, bringing back Lynch's Dune? They're bringing back uh, Lynch's Dune in February. For 40th uh, anniversary. That movie that movie gives me nightmares sometimes, actually. So. Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest with you folks. I'm a bigger you. fan of Denis Villeneuve's version and before that i really did like the sci-fi one even though it had a a garbage budget but it literally was way more faithful to the books the problem i have with lynch and it's not to say i wouldn't go see it if they particularly if they put out the extended editions that have been out there but my problem with lynch is that it whitewashes the story in a way that is kind of like defeatist of the real message so that's just my take I just want to say AMC better do a popcorn bucket and it better be a worm <laughs> or it has to be um, the Harkonnen. Um, oh, like the Baron? The, yeah, it needs to be the Baron and you open up his stomach and the popcorn just spills out. Oh, God. So that's yeah, that there it is. Uh, back to back to Star Wars. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu are getting a movie. How do you feel? How do you feel? I hear they're going to do another season and then the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's I think the rumor is that that's the plan. They're going to get one more season to sort of set things up. Is is what's his name coming back? Yeah, yeah. I thought he said he was done. My well, my well, you give someone enough money, they'll always come back. Fair. Um, My understanding is they because Disney didn't do the best budget wise this year, like gross budget. Um, they're trying to fast track something and Mandalorian is the fastest thing they can make into a movie because of the way they do the show on the volume and the crew is all together already. So it's just a boom. Here you go. So, okay. Um, could be fun. Um, Ahsoka is officially renewed for season two and they've the biggest to see that duh moment. Um, they should have, they should have told us there was a season two before the season one aired because of the way that ends. Yes. Uh, it's wait a minute. People would, for the Mandalorian movie, will the movie be before season four? Supposedly four would be, they're about to start filming four, and then it would be the movie. Okay. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, so yeah, they should have said about Ahsoka in advance, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Because, you know, why would you let people know? Um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Eric, I know you're excited for this. It got moved up. It is now going to be on May 10th. Huzzah. Hmm. Huzzah, with that kind of attitude and excitement, let me talk about Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise signed a deal with Warner Tom Brothers, Cruise like crazy. an exclusivity deal, to try to um, you know to have him like do new movies and stuff with them. And you know the movie they want to do with him, it's a big movie to get us back out of COVID. You know it might be getting a third one to become a trilogy. Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun. Top yeah. Gun Three. We don't have a lot of options Gun. going for them. Of course. That's too bad. Top Gun 2 was awesome. It actually did a really good job. It was, but what would you want in Top Gun 3? Because I know what I want. And they're Nothing. not going to give I feel me like what I want. In, I feel like the end of the story of space. No, I want him to die. I want him to pass <laughs> on the mantle and I want him to die. That's fair. Because the only other thing you can do is have him become a teacher. And he won't take that role. He's established that multiple times in the second movie. Mm-hmm. So the only option you can do is kill him. Yeah, but the <laughs> the kids that he was training can't hold their own movie, in my opinion. 
No, they can't, but they can fly because he made them learn how to fly for that movie. That's true. Which was insane. He made all the other actors learn to fly? Yeah, the the behind the scenes stuff, he literally made them learn how to fly those planes. When you see them pulling back and doing the G's, that's really them flying the planes. It's nuts. I thought he he flew at one point, but I didn't know they everyone else did. Nope, he made everyone fly. There's a great documentary on on the uh, on the DVD. Oh, sorry, uh, horrible Charlie horse all of a sudden. Um, the other one they want to do is they want him to do live die repeat two. So John, that's for your dad. Okay, I enjoyed that movie because of Emily Blunt. Yeah, I know, I know exactly yeah. why. That movie was great. That movie actually was really good. Was a lot of fun, mostly because of Emily Blunt. Though I mean, and because was, he dies. Know, Tom constantly. Cruise is a lot of fun in general. I, I've got to give him credit. He's a good actor. Like for an action movie, he's just fun mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah. So I, I gave John some good news. I want to give Eric some good news. Huzzah. Eric, what is something you are looking forward to seeing in the next like two years? Um, come on, a, another a Fast Eleven. Fast Eleven is reportedly going back to basics, mm-hmm. and they're going to do like a um, under two hundred million budget. Oh, and it's supposed to fill be like a throwback to the first film. Is Vince still in it, or is he uh, on hold with his TBD? New but that could be why it's going to be under. It'll be cheaper, yeah. <laughs> without his uh, very large salary, uh, so yeah, that's a fun one. I just thought I would. Uh, I'm mention telling out you, there. they've already solved this this issue. They don't have to bring him into eleven. No, they don't. It's technically there, but then it ends on. Then ten has a really horrible downer ending, because if he didn't make it. The other character didn't either, and that would actually be really sad. No, not necessarily. It's fast, baby. Okay, it's you're fast. true. You're true. <laughs> right. He could Some... have been thrown from the vehicle, launched right. into a, a pond. No. Well, no, <laughs> a reservoir. It was so, going the, down the, a dam. They're, no, they're, remember, they're already out the dam. The water's about to hit them. That's why I was like, oh, that would be a downer because of that other character. Anyway, um, something, something for me fun. that makes me happy. Um, the next Conjuring movie will be Conjuring Last Rites, and it's coming soon to theaters. That makes me happy. So That's, uh, what, I, that's what they'll be saying in the theater. Oh, you're saying The Conjuring? Yeah, Last on the Right. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> the smallest theater ch- down there. Yeah. Give me a chance to pick a franchise again, and it might be Conjuring for Halloween. <laughs> don't don't give like, me ideas. There's like 12 of those movies now. Oh, shit. Fuck that. I know. Uh, um, so, some positive stuff. Let's do a little bit of positive stuff. Echo is out. You Echo's all was great. You've seen all of Echo, uh-huh. John and I. John, did you say you saw the first episode? I have not. I got I've, caught up on specialty Marvel folks. Come on. Um, well, it just came out, and I'm trying to potty train. Um, <laughs> yes, I he's trying to potty train a it's child. It's taken years, folks. Child. Oh, wait. No, sorry. So, they, I was so, gonna say he's in his forties. Never learned. Never learned. Never learned. I still <laughs> shit my pants all the time. It's quicker. It's easier. Things you, you know? shouldn't tell the public. This is gonna be like one of those things where it's like <laughs> things you shouldn't confess to on TikTok, except you're doing it on a podcast. Like, what right, that... folks, you ask Casey boxers briefs? No, depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just say depends. Depends on what? No, depends. depends. <laughs> oh God. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, a three year old. <laughs> like, I shit when I you I guys want me to interject I, and tell you about how I listened to a story about 
that the QAnon guys made a QAnon anonymous guys made up about Jeffrey Epstein's experience on I'm sorry Stephen Hawking's experience on Jeffrey Epstein's island. It was horrible, and they couldn't they couldn't get through reading it. Even the guy who wrote the story was like, "We're going to hell." So I'm gonna do a small tangent for really quick, uh, just because I want to be able to embarrass my son. Oh, we never do 20, those. Come on. All right, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, let's do this. In, in 20 years, I want to be able to embarrass him. So we're doing the potty training. And one of the books that we've been reading a lot of potty books and uh, there's everyone poops. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get, so you didn't get the one that the uh from Cohog Library that was based on true. the you know no. the family guy one? No. The there's, Kim family so from North Korea does not poop. So it's, it's, it's pure a sin that's pure de- concentrated <laughs> evil coming out of your butt. It's true. Okay. Is that where you're on. going? Hold no, 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 no. So <laughs> there's a page that is uh these these stop to poop and these keep walking or keep moving and poop and i'm like okay so this this one's like you now like this animal stops to poop a hippo these (laughs) deer they poop while they walk you don't do that he goes but i do do that daddy (laughs) i'm like no he goes i do i poop in my diaper my son my youngest son copeland would do the exact same thing if i had shown him that book (laughs) so um there you go copeland i've now embarrassed you the best the, the my other favorite moment is today uh i he was like daddy you can't say poop he's like did you say poop i said yes he goes you can't say that that's a that's an icky word you can't say that word so i'm like all right we're gonna read everyone <laughs> and then i just read it and never say the word poop and like halfway through he gets pissed and he's like poop 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 <laughs> like no you said i can't say that word consequences use your language okay anyway sorry <laughs> i will play that back for him later and then explain what a podcast is and he's gonna be very confused um, i'm sure by that point the podcast will be a, a dying art of something that's forgotten like archimedes inventions well i mean we'll be in world war three and all that handmaid's tale but yeah, yeah but all right but only 15 so, years after that it'll be coming back because it's retro that's right <laughs> it'll be retro oh i'm doing a podcast guys because i'm cool like that oh yeah <laughs> It's on vinyl. It's on vinyl neck. Whatever. <laughs> All right, back to Echo. We're gonna go, we're gonna circle back to Echo. <laughs> uh, they one of the things that was nice about Echo. I think we had mentioned it last week that the producers had said that they viewed the Netflix stuff as canon. Yep. Um, well, that's official now. It is canon. They've updated the official timeline on Disney Plus and threw all the shows in to where they are. Nice. Um, they uh, have. We now know that um, Karen and Foggy Nelson are coming back. That was they were not coming back originally. Supposedly they were just going to have been killed off screen in the first episode. The Daredevil's being reworked. They're bringing them back in now um, because of this official decision. So yay, very excited for that. Um, the one thing I want to mention though that is very fucked up, and I want you both to think about this for a moment. John, slight spoilers just okay, for sorry, go ahead. Um, the one little scene in the first episode. So we know okay. John, I'll let you answer this one first, and then we'll have Eric answer the second question. So, okay. John, okay, in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. when did Maya's dad get killed? Not the year, but what did what big event? Who killed the blip? Her it was dad? during the blip. Yep, and her dad was killed by Ronan. Okay, in episode one of Echo, we see what happens right after that when she fights Daredevil. So, Daredevil did not get blipped. Nope. So, what horrific moment did he probably have to witness? Oh. Yep, you got it. You got it. 
Eric, he can hear everything, right? Just about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's in court cases. He listens oh, to your God. heartbeat as oh, uh, to see if you're lying. That's a trauma. So when, when the blip happened, he had to hear half the heartbeats in the world just disappear. Damn. That is okay. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that is really fucked up. Um, I, I can't wait for them to cover that. I've it's, seen a theory out there that they, by bringing back the Netflix shows, they essentially could have that ground level group. They yes, are working towards that. That seems fact, to be. They can cover the blip timeline that we haven't really explored super in depth, right? A lot of people yeah. have been affected by the blip, but we haven't really explored 2019 to 2023. Yeah. They can do some interesting things, but I do have to point out Iron Fist is now canon. Nice. Iron Fist okay. is now canon. You say nice. You haven't watched Iron I Fist. I know. <laughs> Look, oh. all I know is we Jessica need Jones has had a lot of explaining sex. who Danny Rand is. Yes, you do. Uh, Je- it is now canon that Jessica Jones has a lot of sex and breaks beds. Sex, yeah. All right, that is the Echo news. I just wanted to touch on that tiny little bit. We'll get me. back to Echo, folks. So we catch will. up because spoilers coming. Probably next week, I would say. Probably, yeah, probably. I-, I can be done by next week, so it'll probably be next week. All right, let's just see real fast if there's any other as I just quickly scroll through the new. Oh, Echo, um, that remind me. Um, John, uh, Eric, you asked what was the Disney stuff coming out this year, the Marvel stuff this year. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna include things that are Marvel, but because it's based on a Marvel comic, not MCU. But I will differentiate between the two. Mm, okay. So Marvel on February 14th, you get Madam Web. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's Valentine's see. Valentine's Day, they're burying it then. Makes sense, I guess. Yep, makes a lot of sense. Official MCU, you get Deadpool 3 or whatever That's it's going to be called. the only one, right? Isn't that the only That is the only one. Movie, right? Or in general. Movie, movie. Um, Craven the Hunter through Sony in August uh, 30th. Venom 3, November 8th. And that is it Marvel-wise in the cinema. Um, DC wise, just because I have it pulled up, um, you're so wait, getting wait. is Deadpool the only thing coming out? Is this all movies or is this, this is all movies? Shows this is just movies right here, okay? Okay, all right, yeah, okay. Um, Deadpool's the only movie, yeah. Deadpool's the only movie, Joker, um, two oh, is the yeah. only thing for DC, all right? Um, TV wise, we get Agatha, we get mm-hmm. Echo, and X-Men 97 at some point in time. I think those are the only three official that we're getting this year. So, so it's going to be a slow year. Or a good year. I mean, who knows? Depends on how you want to look at it. Um, it could be. We've way. been bombarded by stuff, so maybe it's good to kind of slow down and appreciate. There's going to be a lot of other things going on, which we'll talk about on Not Funny Politics or yeah. uh, our politics show. But the bad thing is if people aren't going to know that Madam Web because they're going to see Marvel on it. And they're not going to know that this gem here that I'm showing you in this picture is not MCU because they're going to see the Marvel logo. Yeah, uh, that is rough. I think this entire strategy they have of like building out the Spider Man Spider Universe without Spider Man is garbage. I'm just going to say it again. I think it's a huge mistake. Uh, I agree. It is a huge mistake. I mean, this, I feel like, I swear, this ultimately always feels like it comes back to them like desperately trying to redeem the flop ending of amazing spider-man 2 mm-hmm. yeah it's like they're somehow trying to still work that in and i'm like stop yeah it's it is a you messed uh, up 
Don't do that. I, I almost prefer all these like kind of other world Spider-Man stuff to be from like the Amazing Spider-Man Two universe, <laughs> and like every so often Andrew Garfield just swings through. No, you know what they need to do? They need to just embrace. That. No, they need to embrace Miles Morales. They have that. They have the most no, successful thing they're going for them. Easily, drag, Spider- no, I'm just saying that's what you should those, do. Those train wrecks, though. Don't. Drag, I'm just saying, like them, that's what. Let Marvel take Miles. work from. No, but I'm saying work from those films. Can Marvel you know? take Miles? Because wasn't Miles? There's been a lot of rumors that Miles will be coming into the MCU soon. Good is is he? I mean, he did Sony? have a role in the second Secret Wars, so um that's where it gets kind of dicey and on what is the contract because if right. they have just the rights to spider-man you could make the argument that they wouldn't have the rights to miles because miles was an ultimate spider-man so you can make a legal distinction between the two they just brought that title back too Yes, they did. Have you? I got the first issue. Do you have it? I have the first issue. Okay, good. Because say if you don't, uh, you ain't getting the first <laughs> issue. Um, I like how he gets his powers. I flipped through it. Um, it's really cool. Um, speaking of Marvel comics, this one just makes me happy. They have a re- so the in go the Ghost Rider comic books, the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance leaving Johnny Blaze and going to someone else. It's going to a villain for the first time in the series. They've revealed who the villain is, and it is the Hood, and it makes me happy. Sorry, I just want to throw it out there. Um, other thing that makes me happy, November 11th, there's this thing on TV. God, what is it? Some kind of sports thing, sports ball. Um, I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it is. I feel it's important that people like to watch he's a, he's, a, he's sports illiterate, folks. Uh, whatever this commercial Super Bowl. I think is, you mean the Super Bowl. Is that what you're trying to go for there? The maybe. big game. The big, the big game. The big game. That's where you eat a lot of food, right? Yeah, the big game. You throw a party. Okay. You throw a party? Well, at this party, a lot of people will be watching the Deadpool 3 trailer. Uh, no, I heard what that, is that rumor. February yeah. 11th? Is that February right? 11th, apparently. What is Congrats that on? Is that NBC, CBS? Do we know yet? No idea. I always think no it's idea. NBC, but it might not be. I always Let feel like they're the ones who get that one. They have a weird way of be. dividing up the NFL. I think it's 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 a rotation between ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah, I think there is a rotation for the Super Bowl because they all get different cl- claims to different nights yeah. of the week. I think it might you know, be CBS this year. Monday night goes to Monday night football goes to ABC. NBC, I think, gets like some of the primetime games. And then Amazon's got the Thursday night football. And I'll it's stop now up. before I brain brain dead people to death with that information. So I showed you guys a trailer earlier for a movie called Abigail. Just yay, nay. What do you think? That's weird. Nay. Nay. I'm like, nay. I'm like, I'll uh, I will not go to the theaters and pay money for it. When it All comes right. to like some sort of streaming service, I'll probably watch it. All right. Um, John, this one's for you. Fantastic Four is reportedly casting comic relief CGI characters. I hope we're getting Herbie. Please. I really Please want give Herbie. me Herbie. <laughs> Eric's like, what's Herbie? We're like, we're not gonna yeah. tell you. We're, not gonna tell you but you don't we're just gonna it. let that surprise you when it happens. Yeah. Um uh, but you want to go like... do some deep dives in the comic books. Uh, Thunderbolts looks like another Walking Dead alum's going to take over for Stephen Ewan as Sentry. Oh, this is for John. Um, Wonder Man is resumed filming. Yes. So I'm excited for. I'm Wonder excited Man. about Wonder Man. I'm I'm also excited though. I want to see Black Knight. I want to get that going again. Supposedly that's going to be in this uh, okay, UK good. based TV series. Good, good, good. Um, I want to see him. I want to. I want. I want to see this expand. I want to like, give me Wonder Man, but also I want to see some Black Knight. I'd love to see Alpha Flight if we could ever get around to that. You know, 
I, I agree. I, I mean, it'd be a great time too. if we're bringing in the X-Men in. It'd be a great way to bring Alpha Flight in as a way to backstory some of the elements with um with Wolverine. I'm glad you mentioned um, X-Men because I almost forgot. Apparently, X-Men is off limits to what if until they make their MCU debut. Uh, OK, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I mean, you want to have a ground. I mean, a what if doesn't work if you haven't seen the MCU version of the X-Men yet. But it does make me feel like because of the way it's phrased, they won't touch mutants in general. Maybe. I would like them to at least be able to kind of touch mutants. You don't have to do the X-Men, but you can like do a story where like, I, I guess. So. Oh yeah. Season three is coming out soon, right? Isn't it coming this year? Mm-hmm. Supposedly. We learned about it right as season two was ending. Um, By the way, circling back for all of our uh, Deadpool three trailer viewers, you find yeah. it on CBS. Oh, it's the CBS here. Okay, okay. It's CBS, right. and which means Paramount Plus as well. Oh, there you go. The big Paramount Plus that might be um, getting bought by another company. This <laughs> one's for a friend of ours, Leia. Um, hey, Leia, did you know they are making <laughs> a hour long animated Elf Quest TV series? That's for you. That's for you. And for all the ladies out there, um, there's this comic book called The Max. That's not important. What is important is Channing Tatum. <laughs> Looks like he's going to start a film version of it. So is that Marvel? No, not Marvel at all. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, I think there was a Max cartoon on MTV. I feel like there was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, that's basically all the news. There's lots of random other things, too. But um, that's basically it. There might be a switch too this year. That's not movie related, but um, in September, you can thank the guy who does Game Genie because he put out a statement and then oh. had to retract the statement. Like a like a one point five or a whole new console. No, a whole switch a whole two. We plan on launching a new Game Genie at the same time mm. as the Switch Two launch in September. Maybe you should uh, be careful what you message out. Who is the Game Genie? Wow! Oh, wow! What? A- yeah. Yeah. What a cool guy. It's um, weird. That is now the second game genie reference I've heard this week. Really? Yeah. Oh, the other one was on a was on a YouTube show I watch, and somebody was talking about beating old Nintendo levels and making a joke that you couldn't beat certain ones without a game genie. Yeah. So it actually cracks me up. That's the second time I've heard this this week. That is <laughs> true. There is some shit that you can't beat without a game genie. I remember not Majora's I... Mask, right? You did it, but that's in CC4. Yeah. I don't think I ever really used a game genie. I yeah, had one, but it I never think I had one, like but it, I never could figure it out. Yeah, it never worked quite as well as they like. Oh yeah, I could also never really figure out the turbo buttons on like those turbo controllers you would buy, like the mm. like <laughs> like a uh, Mad Cats or whatever, you know, turbo controllers. Nope, never worked for me. Yeah, me, uh, me either. Those controllers were always I'm OG. Helpful. I want the the system controller with the system itself and the systems games. Same That's here. That's all I want as well. Oh, I have tomorrow I off, so I'm going to be playing some video games in the morning. That's for sure. I wish I'd be doing that tomorrow, but I will not be. I will be uh, potty training for day three of our intensive. But Ooh, you know what yeah. I will be doing while I'm potty training? Um, I'm going to be looking up directions on how to get to the library that Eric Ooh. is about to recommend. Well, good news for you. And funny that you mentioned you need directions. So I'm going to assume that you're starting from the Mammy Dowd Eisenhower Public Library that we referenced a few weeks ago. Out in I am. Broomfield, Colorado. I right? am. Well, get your car packed, fill it with snacks and drive 25 minutes north to find the Erie Community Library in Erie, Colorado. Uh, 
the Erie Community Library, Erie, Colorado. For those of you keeping score at home, the library zip code is 80516. Um, the Erie Community Library opened on January 12th, 2008. Um, some unique features of the library include a living room with a fireplace. So that's kind of fun. Two outdoor patios, uh, four study rooms, and a community meeting room. Pretty new stuff for libraries. Not really, but, you know, let's, let's call it what you will. Um, children have obviously their own uh, programming area and stuff like the story time room, but there's also a room specific for teens in their own area designed specifically for them, which I'm assuming is the young adult fiction and, and stuff like that as well. So that's kind of cool because I, 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 a lot of the libraries I'm used to kind of frequently or, or have in the past had a children's section, but very rarely a teen section. So that's pretty nice. Um, there is also there a thing called the Peace Garden. Uh, the Peace Garden is actually tied uh, with children's literature, of course, um, and it comes from the Lorraine David Children's Library um, and is now at the Erie Community Library. Um, it is located on the north side of the building, for those of you who keep it scored, I think near the north patio, one of the two. Uh, I think that's the patio near all the parking lots from uh, looking at pictures. Um, the children's section was named after Lorraine David. Uh, Lorraine David. Uh, was a resident of Erie who worked for a decade to establish the Erie Library Association and the Children's Library itself. Um, so the Children's Library, uh, the the former one where it's uh, moving from, the former Lorraine David uh, Children's Library, um, was also formerly before that the the Boucher Cottage. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. B o e t t c h e r, uh, the Boucher Cottage uh, from Boulder area, um, and it's an 1800s. A uh, three-story home that was repurposed as a children's library uh, before the Erie Community Library uh, opened, and then obviously the, it eventually moved over where the the children's library is now uh, in the Erie Community Library, and the former children's library now at this point is now the Arts Center of Erie. So well done, Erie! Way to way to keep promoting arts and culture like that. Um, so. The Erie Community Library um, is part of the High Plains Library District. The High Plains Library District started off as the Weld Library District, W-E-L-D. Um, and it was, appears to be, based on some of the history I was finding on the websites, um, established in 1986. So not that old, younger than me, younger than us, I hate to say. Um, the town of Erie's Boulder County residents uh, vote to become part of the district in 2007. Um, and so at that point, they kind of take over, you know, it expands into the Erie area. And that's when you get the uh, the Erie Community Library starting to kind of come about, right? The 2008 opening of that later on. Um, part of the rebranding of the libraries in general, once they took on the Erie area, um, they, they did make it instead of the Weld Library District, the High Plains Library District. That also happened in 2008, the same time the Erie Community Library opened. And then all the way forward a little bit from that 2008 timeline, we get to 2019. This is just a cool fact. I'm sure they're not the only library to be um, in this position, but good on them for announcing it. Uh, they became debt-free in 2019. They paid off all their debts. So they are a debt-free library, or at least were in 2019. Hopefully they were able to remain that way through the pandemic. Um, if you're in the Erie area and you're looking to head on over, please do. Um, it is available every day, so Sundays as well, hurrah, um, between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. So that's right. You'll have to get there a little bit after lunch, but a little bit before dinner, any day of the week. You can get your books, um, as well as some plenty of other medias, DVDs, CDs, etc. Um, and then they have earlier hours uh, every other day, uh, you know, 9 or 10 a.m., depending 
Um, and they're open as late as 8 p.m., like Monday through Thursday, weekdays. Uh, so in the Erie Community Library, this is kind of a, a town park area, it seems like. So uh, that's where you'll also find the Erie Community Park itself, the, the Erie Community Center, uh, the Erie Community Bike Park, the Erie Community Skate Park, and the Erie Community Park Sledding Hill, which I think is just wonderful that they have a hill dedicated for their sledding course because it's erie colorado not far from boulder colorado not far from broomfield colorado getting plenty of snow i'm sure even right now throughout the storm that we're seeing roll across the uh the midwest and so forth and coming out from that area i'm sure uh so that's right folks hopefully you're out there hopefully the the libraries are open right now uh if not hopefully everyone's safe from the storm that's keeping them closed um and if you are in erie check out your local library the erie community library in erie colorado Awesome. Thank you, Eric. I'm going to go and check it out and get myself a book on how to run a zoo properly. Ooh. Also, how why? to take why would care you want of your book? Because I also want to know how to understand my finances and know what you actually pay <laughs> when you have a zoo. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to watch a movie called We Bought a Zoo. We are doing, um, we, we roll the big D. That's what we're going to call it. We roll in the big D. And uh, the movie that the, we call the it big... something else, please. Just... <laughs> nope. No, not okay. at all. We're throwing uh, the, our big D down the table and figuring out what we're watching. And the big D picked Scarlett Johansson. And so we're doing three Scarlett Johansson movies. In uh, fairness, last the big week. D often picks Scarlett Johansson, but it. that's a different podcast. Yes. The, <laughs> last week, uh, the big D had us watch The Prestige. Um, this week, we are watching We Bought a Zoo. Next week, we are going to be watching Lost in Translation. Um, that is one of Dr. John's favorite uh, movies. So um, look forward to that. Uh, that movie, by the way, while I'm thinking about it, just because I'm mentioning it, um, that unfortunately is not available streaming anywhere that I can find it. Um, and it is a buy or rent. Um, so sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Son of a bitch. Um, Used I to know. be Netflix forever. I know. It just left Netflix yeah. on uh, yeah. January 1st. So Look forward to that. Um, next week we will tell you, like three days earlier. <laughs> I know. Uh, next week we will uh, tell you what the next um, movie series is going to be. So look forward to that. It's going to be fun and exciting. And Eric is looking forward to it. He picked it. I'm just putting that out there now. He picked this a while By back. By proxy, I guess. <laughs> oh, you remember this hey, conversation a little bit. Let's cast dispersions later. All right, all right, all right. Plenty of time uh, for that. So We Bought a Zoo released um, on December 23rd, 2011. Um, it is a Fox movie, but on Disney Plus now. So I was a little confused. So I started watching it. I'm like, what the mm. fuck? Uh, Runtime, it's just over two hours, barely. How much do you think this movie costs to make? Rough guess. Go. I'm going to say like 40000 I'm sorry. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> no, I'd say no, uh, there's $45 million. $45 million? Uh I'll, uh, Eric, I'll say price is right rules. Uh, 46 million, <laughs> 45 and 46. Eric wins 50 million dollar budget estimated. Um, gross, how much do you think that it um grossed real quick with this cast? Oh, um, 52 million, 52 million. I'm gonna give it 67, 67, 52, and 67. Price is right rules for US gross. 
would go to John for seventy-five million. It would also go to John for worldwide for hundred twenty million. The hundred twenty million dollar worldwide. All I can say is I did not see this film. Holy shit! I didn't see this film either. I only know one person. You know what I thought about million with marketing. They're both weird, weird about so those. Before we get into this, Eric, how did you he pick this one? How yeah. did you hear about this movie? I'm just curious before I say who's in it. So Rachel and I have always kind of seen this pop up like on cues and stuff like that. Like because it's in Disney Plus, so you'll yeah. kind of run by it streaming. It's been, I think, on Netflix probably at one point or other. Um, so you just kind of run into it. It's kind of a joke movie that gets thrown around sometimes, like on Probably Jimmy Kimmel Live and stuff like that, where they make fun of Matt Damon a lot, but other stuff that we we so don't watch you... a lot of Jimmy Kimmel. But yeah, it's mostly just been kind of like a a kind of a the butt of a joke type movie for so us. So you watched it within the last year. I watched oh. it for the first time for this show. Oh, okay. okay I had so... never seen it before. I All just right. knew that she was in it so, from like in passing. So I now met one person who saw this movie back when it came out. <laughs> And it's my sister law because I was like, we're watching this movie. She's like, oh, I saw that movie. It's really good. I'm like, you saw that movie? Oh, yeah, I saw it right when it came out. I'm like, I've never heard anyone mention this movie before. All right. So before we see it into it, um, real fast, director Cameron Crowe, um, which confused me. Cameron Crowe also wrote it. Um, it makes a lot with, of sense, uh, actually, considering some of the cast. Yeah, I but know. like Cameron Crowe, folks, like Jerry Maguire. I know. Yeah. It was, but it was just one of those, like, it, it didn't in my mind. I'm like, really? But it does when you watch it, it makes sense. This is where uh, Scarlet this Lane is where Sarjo was while um she was done with Iron Man 2 and before she had to come back for Avengers. Almost yeah. famous. Um, yeah, com- com- other stuff. composer was uh John Thor Briggins Briggson. Um so the cast of this thing, it actually is a weird it, cast. It, it has a cast. decent soundtrack, I will say that. Yeah, pretty yeah. decent soundtrack. So the cast is Matt Damon. He's essentially the lead, playing Benjamin Me, Scarlett Johansson as Kelly Foster, who's barely in it. Thomas Hayden Church, who I love, uh, Duncan Me, Colin Ford as his son Dylan Me, Elizabeth, uh, oh, sorry Maggie Elizabeth Jones as Rosie Me, Ella Fanning, which I wasn't expecting, as Lily Miska, John Michael Higgins as Walter Ferris, which cracked me up yes, seeing him in there, funny. and I'm like, of course he would be, and a uh, BJ. Is it BJ Smooth? JB Smooth. JB Smooth. Okay, I might have thought my the uh, my autocorrect. I love JB Smooth. I do too, and I wasn't expecting him to really be too. this very weird, <laughs> this very weird role. <laughs> movie. We'll sell you a house. There's conditions. You should know. It. I want to buy it. <laughs> no, you really should know about. I thought he was actually kind of tame compared to like JB Smooth and and other things. So I thought it was fun. Obviously, is, real estate didn't work out for him because movie. he went back to being a high school teacher later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, he's a Spider-Man. Model. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. <laughs> he's also um the plant in I forget Frank and Poi- and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy or just Harley Quinn. Did. Yeah. So I, I want to point out, and I didn't know this. Did you guys know this was based on a true story? Because I didn't until that says it at the very end of the movie. I, I looked into it before it. I watched it. I did see that it was based on a true story. Yeah, I didn't realize it was based on true story till the final till the credits, and then I didn't realize it was a real zoo in England. Not in the U.S. Yeah, well, also caught sense. me off guard. Um, <laughs> this movie is my nightmare. Like the oh, sorry, this the opening of this movie is my nightmare. Like where it opens with like the, the bees and him like that like that is a nightmare for me. Like I would have had a heart attack just in the suit. Blind like, do the hurricane, Casey. The hurricane I could do. 
right. it's literally the bees because I'm so terrified mm. of flying insects like bees. That's the part that no, the the hurricane I'm all in for. I'm I like in. that we established that he's an adventure writer. Yes. Basically, he's like travel log kind of guy. You know what? He, he's Josh Gates. He's like Josh he Gates, but Josh he writes, Gates. but he writes stories not on television. Yes, basically. And, and I how... thought, uh, on that, I thought once they established that, and, he's, and we see him at the newspaper, I'm like, oh, well, his story's going to be the, the this adventure. You're gonna, we're gonna, you have to buy a zoo and do it. I was not prepared for the Eric. Let's make someone who is. I had a loved one die in the last year. Watch a movie about grief again. Uh, <laughs> hey, but you know what? Life crisis. The whole thing about him buying a zoo fits well into that character. It so does. I get it. it. I get, I get that. it too. I just thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know. The newspaper a... was doing it for a story versus I'm doing it because I need a change. Also, they don't really ever talk about how his wife died, did they? No, it had to be cancer. I'm yeah, assuming it, it must be because it's it's definitely, like it was very it like an illness for sure. Yeah, it's definitely because an there's lines about it. Yeah, and then they drop him into this like chaotic home scene, and you're like, "Where's the wife?" Oh, okay. Yeah. And his son's a dick, but you do understand what what later once you find out about the the wife and all that, then you're like, "Okay, I do get it." But mm-hmm. and it fits. It's just at first, it's just like, "Oh man, your son's a little shit." I, I want to say. <laughs> Before Brilliant artist, actual, great at drawing a, beheadings. I that's I have a note like his art's amazing. Um, okay, that's I his just, dad. <laughs> like, so, trying to find wanna, anything, you'd be like, he's not that here. Yeah, <laughs> I want to point out. So we can then get to the family friendly part of this review. Oh. Uh, we talk about man. Does every woman want to fuck him? And that woman, yeah, oh my god, lasagna. This, yeah, that's the Daily Show. That's uh, yeah, this, yeah. I remember. I'm, oh. Kimber, her name is slipping out of me, but I remember her, like, and I love she how she wants the... that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, did you see the, the 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 things he had in the refrigerator? He had photos. Yeah, I, and yeah, I, you know what's the thing is, those are the women who put that on there. I know he could literally. There's enough lasagna in there. He could have had a different booty call yes. every night for a month. Oh yeah, does he? And, like it, and it and it continues. Does he like? That's on. it. Yeah, it continues on too. Like when he does get the zoo, other women see him. And like, like it's it's hilarious. Um, they, I would I was looking up like random trivia on it. There's not a lot on IMDb. One of them is they had to tone down the movie because it was too sexual, in one of the other cuts. Oh and I want to see that cut. Like you, I you, really want to know. You ever get the feeling that the bookkeeper Rhonda was like spurned by him at some point? Yes. Because later on, when she kind of pulls like the weird betrayal thing. Out of nowhere, and like, it's she like totally she, hit on she, him. In it, one yeah, time. it's like she is obvious <laughs> that she was kind of like hitting on him, and he just didn't reciprocate. And so she was like, you know, hundred percent. Hundred. It's so funny because I've seen that actress who played her in so many other things. I looked her up, and I, I'm like, my wife knows her from Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was one of the the She's friendly sweets people. His girlfriend. Yeah, and what's so funny is I had to point out to her, my wife is that that Rhonda is the actress playing her is older than my wife. She was like born in 1975, like three months before my wife. And I'm like, well, my wife was like, what? Yeah. Did not believe it. Hollywood, baby. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah I guess. Age. I'm just going to uh, say this out loud now. The little girl, Rosie, is the person who carries this movie for me. Yes. She's really good. And she's the one who first brings up the line, we bought a zoo. Yeah. And then I says love- it many times over. Well, yeah, she's the, because you have to have the title of the movie in mm-hmm. every damn movie. 
And what better way to do it without it being it is noticeable when you have a cute little girl, just say it repeatedly. Yes. It's not like she was saying rondesantislies.com 11 times in a two-hour space. <laughs> Save it for the political. Hey, by the way, you know what I think was really funny is when they're sitting in the, the, the apartment before they move, and the little girl is, like, making her own PB, PB&J. Yeah. Like, that little girl is self-sufficient. Well, she has to be because I mean, she is the home. She is the functional one, yeah. Even we learned that he's never home later in the scene near the end of the movie mm-hmm. when um, ScarJo has to... Um, has to help out I, yes so speaking of scarjo like eric you picked this movie and i'm like scarlett johansson's got to be in a lot of this movie she's really not and then i thought back to it i'm like i picked prestige and she's not really in a lot of that movie either. i will say we will correct this next week <laughs> we will we will but you're right she uh, has a but i think she's like she feels like the character who comes in at the second act is what yeah. she is and i do like this there is something i noticed when i was watching this that some, there's a line that they share early on in their, their encounter that comes back later when she asks him, why did you buy this place? And he says, why not? He's yeah. mimicking his encounter with his wife. Yeah. That comes up in the diner when he asks her and she said, mm-hmm. why not? I was like, oh, there's a nice little, you know, symmetry of things. Okay. That's, That's what good. I was paying attention to. Because I was, I'll be honest with you, I was half zoned out for probably the first act of the film. I was oh, like, the first, okay, I love the but, first act. Well, the I, first act is very like it's moving at like the normal beats of like, yeah. okay, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. And then I was starting to think like when we got into the second act, I was like, what obstacles are we going to come up against? Because at this point, I'm like, I'm looking at the film runtime and I'm like, how are we filling this space? I was literally like kind of looking at it going, I feel like we're cruising into the second act here. And I'm like, I don't see the conflict. Like I don't see any num- you know specific conflicts yet. I was impressed at the fact that it actually did try to throw some existential elements at there. Like when when Scarlett Johansson's character says, um, gives Dylan the son some advice about talking to girls. He says the secret of talking is listening. Yeah, you know, and this idea of grief and closure. And I like the way that that's tied into the tiger spar. Yeah. And why he won't give up on the tiger who's obviously dying and he won't pull the plug. And I'm like, well, is that element of his wife there? You know, I think it. I think that's the the heavy handedness of the writing of this movie. Yeah, like, it gets a little heavy. We got to let you we got to let you know that he's grieving and he's got to move past his grief. And how else to do it? Then let him choose to let this tiger die that everyone else is going to say is going to die. I felt we had this idea of closure working towards closure. And I felt like there were good moments like. With him pulling up the photos and then not being able to go forward. Yeah. But then we had this sequence with the tiger where it's way too obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, there could have been a better execution. Like, there were good and bad executions yeah. of that element. I, w- I want to go back to Thomas Hayden Church real fast. My favorite <laughs> thing near the beginning of the movie, when um, there, when we first meet him, we learn he's the brother. And the guy is like, yeah. You know, it, um, Frank, oh, what's his name? Benjamin's like, yeah, there's this girl. She keeps calling me. She wants to go take me. She wants me to go hiking with her. Yeah. And he just looks at him. It's like, hike her. <laughs> hike her. Okay. Like, that's, he that's, was that playing. He I was literally playing the same character from Sideways. Yeah, he was he channeling oh, yeah. the same character from Sideways, basically. Except he was completely free to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And he wanted to vicariously live through his brother. You know? And I and I like that it comes it circles back to him 
because you hear like, oh, you gave up everything to went and to have this fishing boat. And then when everything, he starts to run out of money, he's like, well, you gave up everything and decided to buy a zoo. The girl's like, no, we bought a zoo. No, that's not really how it was. Anyway. Um... <laughs> no, no. I like the fact that there is the element where he comes around. And I love the fact the way he talks about his own nieces and nephew. Yeah. It's like, hello, children. Like, wow, you're real involved. <laughs> real hands on there, buddy. So, Eric, you've been very silent. You picked this movie. Uh, yeah. Give us some thoughts on this on this movie before I get into my favorite character. Um, it was rough. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was doing its best to be a, a bad rom com, and it it was good. I I think at one point I said to Rachel, I was like, eh, it's, this is what happens when like you give a Hallmark movie a budget, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> like it, it kind of had that vibe of like, well, it just what it was never. It was never solid writing. It was acted as well as it could have been. I um, thought that the fact that they didn't have Scarlett Johansson and him immediately hook up, I thought that was good. I thought that was a little I bit don't of a know. bit. Even well, the fact that they did at all was like, it's been sick. Like, I don't know, six months at the start. I don't know what it is by the end, but still. I have to a agree. Year? I have to agree that she's already like, force it. Mom, I, I <laughs> thought this was going to be a rom-com based on the poster based on like with a little bit i saw and like where it starts i'm like it's gonna be a rom-com and then you get to the end and they never hook up i'm like are you really are you gonna cock block me this whole movie this whole movie everyone <laughs> wants to sleep with it and then they don't even imply that they're gonna have a relationship other than that they're friends they're friends she's gonna come over and actually take care of your children friends with benefits is what they are benefits that's as exactly what they are no she's a babysitter well i mean benefit. like they, but you got her her younger sister going after the son you know, you got that Elle Fanning's true. character going after, and they're like, there's one scene where they're looking at them, and they say that she says this line about whether she was like animals oh, yeah. or people, and she changed this idea of people, which I thought was kind of funny because that tied back to what uh, Hayden Church had said about why he had finally left that stupid boat after Sheila left him was that he missed people. You know, I thought if they had played on that underlying message a little bit more. And not been so heavy handed at certain points. You know what this was for me? It was a good movie at certain points, and then certain points it was whack a mole. It's like, you know, where are the I beats kind of, we got to hit? Oh, get I that kind one. of wish that. Um, one second, please. I need to change this. Um, I kind of wish that we knew enough about this movie going in. <laughs> that I that I could we could have planned it where we watched the last of Sheila, and then we watched this movie, and then we watched Spider Man two. Oh, sorry, Spider Man three. <laughs> <laughs> and just do a connection to his character, uh, his villain origin story, his villain origin story. Uh, so all right, he never told uh, Peter about that guy, his brother upstate. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> All right, so who is y'all's favorite character on this? Rosie. Rosie's for you, Eric. I do. Um, uh, the 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 McGreedy guy, the guy who's Not, like, oh my gosh, he's a good character. Too. Yes. I, McCready. McCready's I know, I know. I I just like the girl because I thought like my my whole thing was that I felt like she was really carrying the film. That's why I liked her. But McCready would be my next because there's nothing like watching Robert the Bruce. Try to play uh, a, a creative, artistic envisioner of the park, you know, well, I and his love that. or his hatred for Ferris, the inspector. By the way, Ferris with that Ferris. with that 
phallic tape measure dick move oh my gosh oh gosh he was so icky and so here's another question i had this movie where the fuck did benjamin get all of his money he is like okay really loaded all right well he obviously did well and then remember he said his brother says he was using part of his father's inheritance inheritance from his father and then he stumbles upon that like safety well, before, deposit before, stuff before the, but right before the safety deposit though he spends a oh no he obviously did well i mean i think he did well enough that he could move out to this house and everything but i think at the same time he was obviously probably bankrupt by the time we got to that point oh. where he discovers that secret amount of money that oh. apparently his wife knew he was going to go through this thing when she died <laughs> Dear honey, I know you're. You know what it is? His wife is the omniscient narrator we don't meet. Yes, <laughs> I mean she's the omniscient narrator from heaven who says, "And then, well, that wasn't what I thought he was going to do with the money, but okay, he made it work." Yeah. Um, because his brother tells him to take that money and just bail. And that's when we get to Rhonda and her betrayal because obviously he was not picking up on her like trying to throw her pheromones at him. Yeah. Um, he seemed quite upset about that. Eric, to you, with everything that you know about this movie, I, like what you saw, and, well, at the beginning of it, like the spiel on the buying the place that uh, J.B. Smooth gives, like, oh, wait, you really don't want this. Here's all the conditions. Would you have bought it? Would you have bought the zoo? No. <laughs> Even you know all those animals are going to die? You know they're all going to die. You are the only person who can save them. They I think he'll let them die. No, I wouldn't buy. <laughs> okay, John, would you buy it? Uh no, sorry. I I, even even I would never. I first of all, I would never have picked to go see that house. To be perfectly honest with you, well, he only goes because the daughter. I understand that, um, but at the same time, I know better than to let my daughter decide the direction of what house we buy. Um, I would have never picked a house where. Where I'm out nine miles away from the nearest store. Okay. Yeah. No, it was like 9.1 miles. Nine, it was 9.2. It was 9.2 because he says it was 18.4 when he comes back from getting the butter. Yeah. That they then, like, I hate to tell you, but we found <laughs> butter. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> what is, uh, last, this is the last question. Um, what is your favorite? moment of the movie Aaron because you picked it so you got to tell me your favorite moment first what's the thing you like the most about this movie there's not much <laughs> um I love I that think... he's harder on this film than any of us I know <laughs> no I mean I figured this would be bad and it was um I don't know I'd say the the lion the 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 cage not working on the lions thing or or anywhere any scene with the um with, with the inspector reading. yeah with the inspector in general actually I I liked him a lot actually um Higgins what's his name John John Michael Higgins is that right uh um, yeah John Michael Higgins so yeah that's that's your uh your that's favorite my answer yeah I kind of like when they locked up McCready when he came the first time that's ridiculous. But I had, I will say if I was uh, if I was treating this film as a rom com, I would say the moment I enjoyed best was when Dylan shows up in the rain at the girl's window and finally blurts out everything about his feelings for her. If that's I was going to pure rom com, that's just pure rom com nonsense. There, that is my least favorite moment in this. 
<laughs> that's the sappy part that I would be like, oh, my my favorite moment. I actually thought you were about to say this, Eric. I actually really thought you were. Uh, McCready in the lion cage. When the that's lion, my second. Yeah. When he, the lion, he turns, like, she's like, turn around. He turns around and looks at the lion and he goes, you don't want to eat me. I'm filled with scotch bitterness. That is good. Yeah, that was good. That's my favorite moment of this entire movie. And made the movie at least worth watching one time because I'll never go back and rewatch it. But to watch it the one time, that line alone, and then the little girl going, everyone says you're a dick. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I don't believe it. Um, that also was amusing to me. You mean the part where she saves them from basically getting killed? I, I, I was questioning that in the moment. Did did she actually save him? Was that the moment that he decided to to save them, to spare them? Or was he going to spare them already? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's um, that's a movie. That is, uh, yeah. Let me get back to the yield letterbox. But that's, uh, yeah. We had, we bought a zoo, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Disney Plus. Nice soundtrack. I will say I really did enjoy the soundtrack. Sugar Roos. I like anything that has Sugar Roos playing in it. Parts of it, you know. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I saw Jonesy. It's it was a little too dramatic for the movie though it was like a lot of swells yeah you know what you know the ending the ending was like a total field of dreams that's what it was the ending of the film no where everybody shows up and they're like oh they didn't come and they find out the tree knocked down it's like they built it and then they came you know yeah that's what it made me think about so i had watching that scene i'm glad you mentioned that watching that's climbing over the tree all i could think about was the legal liability they were <laughs> that they made all those people climb the tree. I hope they found a detour because <laughs> um, that's we. You're right. That would be really tricky. I don't think their insurance covers that. I don't think they did either. All right, so um, Eric, I know you picked this, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna make John go first. What are right. your thoughts on this movie? Um, I, and... I guess I guess the kind of feel the dream. There is some ham handedness. I like some of the I liked some of the parts of this, like the soundtrack and some of the parts of it. We're okay to me. I gave it two and a half stars. All right. Two and a half stars. And you liked it more or less than the prestige? Oh gosh, the prestige is four stars, dude. It's better. All right. All right. All right. That's an accurate reflection of how they are aligned for me. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go next because I'm gonna make Eric go last since it's his movie. <laughs> <laughs> um oh wow, you like it better than prestige? My gosh. Wow. I, I do like it better than prestige. Uh did you give a better star than you than me? Um I you have three. I gave it three stars, mm-hmm. and it is after the Prestige. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> um, it was three so three. So hear hear me out on three stars. Okay. Three stars for me, Eric. I was originally on three stars myself, so I'm not going to fault you for that. Three stars is middle of the road, meh. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I didn't regret it. There's not enough for me to really start ticking it down. It's just a. It's almost can be a forgettable movie. It's just meh. It, there's not I don't really I don't hate it I don't love it like it's just there probably not gonna watch again I don't hate it enough I don't it, you know if it was one star obviously I hate it enough to net like vocally be like I'll never watch this movie again I'll actively not watch it mm-hmm. if Rachel was like you watch this and I didn't get to watch it I'm watching it now I'd be fine with sitting in the room with it on I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna walk out of the room um it didn't there's nothing that's truly cringeworthy it's just it wasn't amazing enough to make me want to seek this out again 
because it's very misleading. The poster's misleading. Scarlett Johansson's there. I'm like, this is going to be a rom-com. Actually, I actually thought from this poster, they were a married couple I did with too. The one child and bought a zoo. Yeah, me too. That's what the poster implies to me. So it's it's not better than the prestige. Prestige is way better. This oh, is yeah. not her best work. I mean, she's I'd be curious to see what's the runtime of her in this movie. So anyway, three stars for me. Um, Eric, let me pull up yours because I'm really curious <laughs> to see uh see what you think here. Um all right, Eric. Um, uh, what do you rate? <laughs> we bought a suit. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> all right. And, what are your final thoughts on this thing? Like I said, everyone kind of gave it their all. There's really nothing memorable about it. Uh nothing really to say that is good. <laughs> um he, he, the the writing of of Scarlett Johansson's character was just especially bad in my opinion. She really gave it her all, but like it it was a different time as we used to say because they would not get away with that. Well, I guess they probably would, but like I don't know, it was just really bad, guys. I don't know how else to put it. Like I don't know how to say it. Like it was just bad. So two stars, definitely behind the prestige. Um no need to watch it. <laughs> I'd say if it, you want you want like a, a soppy like family film, it's not the worst thing you could pick. Eric, if it's on an airplane and it's the only thing you can watch, are you watching this or are you going to sleep? You're flying. Oh no. man. Um yeah, I'll, I'll watch it probably. All no, right. honestly, just because I I don't sleep on planes though, so that's my excuse. All right, cool. All right, well there we go. We bought a zoo, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it seems like we're all fairly unanimous that it's at best it's meh. At worst, it's just watch something else. <laughs> so there you go. We do like. The, I think we all can agree though. It does have a decent cast. It does actually have a pretty decent cast. Yeah, no, play. they they do a great job. Like I said, the cast is there. They they do their best. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Next week will be Lost in Translation. Um, it is just two people in the entire movie. It's only going to be Bill Carla <laughs> Johansson, and um, I recommend a pot of coffee before you watch it. Ooh, this is going to stink. I haven't seen this movie. I, I can't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't make jokes like that. I haven't seen this movie since John showed it to me. I own a copy of it. I haven't seen this movie since John showed it to me way back in the day. So, or did I show it to you? I think you showed it to me. I'm pretty sure you showed it to me. Probably because I don't. It wouldn't be. I don't think it would have been one that I would have picked originally. Anyway, I have a copy of it. So I'm. I'm, I'm looking forward to revisiting it. I've been finding that fascinating revisiting movies lately. Um, I just revisited Die Another Day, which I don't watch often because it's not a my favorite Bond movie, and I liked it better this watch around than I did in previous years. So I'm curious to see how this will this will hold up. So I hope you all are too. So, um, next week, Lost in Translation, the final of the big D rolls. Now, if you want to get in touch with us, you can write us at notfunnyguys.offthereels.gmail.com. Ask us your questions, comments, concerns. Let us know. Are you interested in us reviving the Politicast um, to talk about the 2024 elections? It, if we do, it will be spicy as hell, and I'm very sorry in advance. 
because uh, we are all three very vocal people. Uh, so if you want to, notfunnyguys.authorreels at gmail.com. You can find us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents. Twitter, notfunnyguyspod. Blue Sky, the Not Funny Guys. You can find me on Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell. On Letterboxd, Vash Maxwell. Blue Sky, Casey Franklin. Eric can be found on Letterboxd as Eckley, E-K-L-Y. Let, comment on his, um, on his threads or his um, list. Um, everyone needs a little bit of commenting on lists, so comment on his list. Um, you can find him on Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics and... I promise you there will be a hot honey comic coming very soon. Soon as that warms up and I'm not nice. freezing outside. Um, Cause I can't pour honey on a comic book and catch it on fire in this weather. <laughs> 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 you have to wait a tiny bit. John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me over on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. You can find me over on um, I'm the same way. And uh, by the way, over on threads. Um, you can also find me on Letterbox at esoteric underscore Evans, and you can find me on Substack at esoteric by design at Substack.com. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, as always, I would like to thank you and um, I'm going to say good night, everyone, especially all of our listeners in France. We love you. Get some sleep, folks. Good night, everyone.